You're listening to a 10 Minutes on Tuesday podcast for Propel. I'm your host, James Haken from Elliott's. Thank you for downloading and enjoy. Good morning. We're here at Drake and Morgan at King's Cross, and I'm with Dylan Murray, the Operations Director. Hi, Dylan. Hi, good morning. Happy New Year. Yeah, and Happy New Year to you too. It's the first podcast of the new year, so thank you so much for uh, coming along and meeting this time of the morning, so it is quite early on the Tuesday morning. I'm sure uh, you've had a much busier period than I have over the past few weeks. We have indeed. It's been, uh, you know, uh, we, we're, we're obviously just out of um, peak Christmas trading, um, it's, uh, it's, it's quite refreshing to be sat here after a little break, um, post what was a, a very busy period for the business, a very busy period for the group, and um, with some, some really fantastic sales, um, which uh, is uh, yeah, very encouraging as, as the business goes forward. So, yeah, it's, uh, you know, roll on 2016. Very much looking forward to what that brings and, and, and what we face. And there's a lot happening from what I read, so... Absolutely, lots lots going on in the business. We we're we're an exciting time. We uh, announced last year uh, that we are going to Edinburgh, which is very exciting for us. That will be happening in 2016, towards the latter part of uh, this year. We've got some interests uh, to take the brand to uh, to other regional parts of the UK, and uh, we hope to confirm that over the course of the, the coming months. Um, so that's exciting as well. And then just further interest, hopefully in London, uh, to continue growing the brand and continue growing growing. Um, our, our little Drake and Morgan family. But yeah, exciting, exciting times. I think that the, the sort of product innovation will continue to be developed through this year, um, which is exciting as well. So yeah, I'm just glad to, uh, to finish 2015 as we did, and uh, yeah, we're looking forward to, to what, what this will bring. And if we look back to last year, obviously a change for you moving into the role that you're doing now. And uh, you were with Soho House Group before, I believe. Do you maybe want to talk a little bit about how you came to be here and the kind of career steps you had to, to take the role that you're in now? Sure. I enjoyed a, a fantastic six and a half years with, uh, with the Soho House Group. I've now um, been with Drake and Morgan just over a year and uh, it's, been, it's been a great journey so far. I think the aspirations for joining Drake and Morgan really were, I just saw a business, uh, a young business um, with a young mentality but great appetite um, for, for growth and development. Um, it's a business predominantly wet-led, which was uh, quite new to me and was an area of, of the market I was looking to get into, to, to learn and grow within that market. And I just, you know, given, given the opportunities that face Drake and Morgan as they look to scale up and grow, um, I just felt that, that was too, too much of a, a, a good opportunity to miss out on. And, you know, and I'm thrilled I made that decision, to be honest. I, as I said, I, I thoroughly enjoyed my time at Soa House. I've got a lot of time for, for, for the group and for what they do, and I, I, I think they're a fantastic brand. But I see Drake and Morgan as, as equally as a fantastic brand and um, a brand which is, is scaling up and, and growing. Uh, and uh, it, that, that energy, that, that uh, enthusiasm energy and uh, an appetite to scale up is, is something that sort of drove me to the business and uh, yeah, I've never looked back. So. Really exciting time. And if we look to the future a little bit more in terms of the openings uh, that you've got coming up. You talk about Edinburgh uh, as being the one out of London that we, you've obviously publicised already. I dare I say, it's a long way from London, and for a first sight outside of London, what operational challenges does that bring for you? Well, it's a, it's a good question. I think, um, like anything, when, when, you, when you decide to take your brand regional uh, or outside of, uh, outside of the comfort zone, if I can call it that, that 
um, it, it's clearly going to provide its own uh, challenges, <clears throat> and I think those challenges, you know, just coping with uh, with that distance between uh, between you know our our base, as it were, and uh, and up in Edinburgh. I think the key thing to it is is to ensure that you put a you put a great general manager in the site. You know, you have a great operations team up there operating the site. We would uh, invariably use the experience uh, of our operators down here in London and, and uh, give somebody an opportunity to go and open that site up in, in Edinburgh. That way, you know, we'll manage it from, uh, from, from Edinburgh down rather, th rather than from London up. That makes uh, perfect sense. And, and just ensuring that they've got that day-to-day -day support and that day-to-day support is, um, is available at the, end of a, at the end of a phone. But I think the other challenges will really be you know, the supply chain and, and, and actually working in a market that's uh, slightly different to, to what we're used to. But I think what we've got to remember is that you know, we, we want to make sure that we embrace everything that Edinburgh has to offer. We don't want to be a London brand going to Edinburgh. We want to be, you know, we want to, we want to be excited we, to be in Edinburgh. We want to be part of the community. Um, we want to buy locally. We want to source locally. Uh, and that, that goes from, from the products through to the staffing. Uh, and we want to make sure that we, we, we add to that ever-growing community uh, that is the, the, the bar and restaurant scene in Edinburgh. And it's, it's an exciting time to go to Edinburgh. Edinburgh is a vibrant city, fantastic city. I think I couldn't think of a better city for us to take our brand outside of London. It's the first port of call. Um, and it, it will challenge us, but I think it will challenge us in, in good ways, in positive ways. And, and what it will do for me is it will, it will allow us to see does the brand have legs, um, which no doubt it, no doubt it does. And um, So uh, exciting times uh, moving up to Edinburgh. Having lived in Scotland for a number of years, uh, I'd have to agree with your summary of how an amazing, what an amazing city it is. And I think it's also amazing speaking to people with the various developments that are going on, the amount of brands from London that are moving up within this next year, which will be exciting for you guys, because at least it's it's kind of growing Edinburgh as a whole in terms of more rounded food and beverage scene. Absolutely, yeah, absolutely. And on the website, I also read that you're looking at developing 10 sites in five years. Uh, I'm not sure how old that is or whether that's still the kind of the, the drive right now, but uh, I mean, that's, that's quite an aggressive expansion uh, track. Are you on track for that? Are you going to go and achieve that? I'd like to believe we're on track for that. I think it is, it is quite, a, quite a, uh, aggressive. We, we added two sites to, to the group last year in 2015. Um, I would like to think we, we could add four this year, uh, into, in, in the full year 2016 to, to the portfolio. So I'd like, I'd like to think we're on, we're on track for that. We need to challenge our, our, ourselves with that. Um, we, we recently appointed a property director, Marcus Brownlow joined, joined our team uh, towards the end of 15. Um, we're very excited to have him on board. And, and that really sends, to my mind, a statement of intent out. It, it really sort of lays out where, where our ambition lies. And, and, you know, our biggest challenge as a business at the moment is, is acquisitions, is finding those sites. And, uh, you know, we are in rollout. We're keen to grow. We're keen to, to develop. And, and, uh, and we're keen to add more parts to the portfolio and continue growing the brand. So by having Marcus as part of our team now to, to progress that forward, I think, um, you know, we should, we should easily achieve that, if not more. Um, so, um, you know, it, it's always good to aim high. Uh, you know, my, my thing is aim high, achieve more. So, uh, and uh, we'll continue pushing that, we'll continue putting that pressure on ourselves. And what kind of split do you think that's going to be outside of London to inside London? To be fair, I think, you know, if we were to do three regional sites, um, that 
would probably be sufficient for us, and then um, we would we would further focus our interests within within the capital and surrounding areas of the capital. So yeah, I, I you know, Edinburgh's in the bag, and I and I would hope you know two other two other regional sites um, would would um, would satisfy our our ambitions taken outside of London, uh, and then just grow it internally. One of the insights that we've picked up quite a lot in the last year has been this piece about the commuter belt. It's quite interesting because. I've moved somewhere that can only be described as a, a village on the commuter belt. And you look at the kind of pubs and the licensed retail outlets in that village and nearby, I'm sure you've got a couple of nicer ones a bit of a, of a distance away, but ones in my village aren't particularly, uh, aren't particularly stand out in any way. And I think it's very interesting within the insight we've, we've picked up is that obviously as hospitality standards grow much more in London, that's really driving out to the, out to the commuter belt. And is that so? Is the in that way? Is the commute about certainly on your radar or somewhere that you would consider? Yeah, absolutely. And I think I, I would agree with that. I think there, there are opportunities on the commuter belt. I think um, you know it, it's becoming more and more of a challenge to find the right sites uh, within within central London. So I think you need to be clever and and, and look to expand. Uh, slightly beyond the centre uh, and look at those commuter belts. Um, there's some fantastic key areas within within London. We've seen many operators look to expand and grow within those commuter belts. And I think you know the the it slightly changes the model because it would it would predominantly give you a uh, you know a slightly different mix and a slightly different shape to your week. Be it that the weekends could be you know more of a key focus. Whereas uh, in the city, Monday to Friday is obviously more of a key focus. But it's just how you cut the shape of, of your of your week. But um, you know, it's the same customer who's frequenting your site Monday to Friday who would frequent your site uh, on the commuter belt uh, Saturday and Sunday. And uh, you know, people have appetite. And I think I do believe we are. Uh, you know, we're a seven day a week operation. You know, we have four occasions. Uh, or, you know, every day. I think breakfast is a growing market, and that 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 in the commuter belts would grow. Brunch as well, uh, and then as I said over the over the weekend. So definitely our appetite. If we, if the site was right and the location was right, I think we would certainly consider you know looking to expand within the commuter belts. You talked a little bit about how other operators are already kind of trading in that space. Is there any operators that you particularly kind of admire or? Look to when you're looking to see what your competitors are doing. Well, I think yeah, you know, on those, and particularly on the commuter belt, if you look at businesses like you know what Coat have done, and look at businesses what like what Bills have done, and you know you can easily see that they you know they they they've got the central London locations, but they've also ventured out in, into the so-called London commuter belts, and and you can see uh, what what that's done to 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 their business. Um, you know, as I said, I, I I have no doubt it would have changed the shape of their business slightly. Um, but all in all, I think it's probably added uh, a lot of value to the business, and it's added a lot of um, credential to the business. And you know that, to me, when I look at those two, are you know you know as a one-off to my to my mind, uh, are two standout examples uh, where you can see that the confidence has grown as they've moved uh, in and around London. One of the things I was quite interested in, giving your background, was getting your viewpoint on. The, uh, I suppose where, where you were before was within that kind of super premium market, you're still within a premium market now. What challenges do you think you potentially face here that maybe other operators within a more mass market scene aren't potentially facing or do you think it's the same? 
I predominantly, I would think it's the same. You know, I'm a firm believer in. I've uh, you know, been in this business all my life, and I, I'm. A, you know, at the end of the day, um, whether we're in fast casual, whether we're in casual, or, or, or the premium market, uh, ultimately, what people are looking for is, you know, is an enhanced experience. What people are looking for is is great service, is is good, honest product, and is and is good value for money. Uh, and at the end of the day, you know, for for us, you know, we we always focus on, you know, making sure that our product innovation is. Is fresh, uh, and we're, we're thinking of new ways to innovate and to to create more um, and uh, creative, exciting products for our market. We're looking at ways to continue to develop and grow our service. We're looking at ways to continue to grow and develop our team, and 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 just focusing on on the everyday detail and making sure that what we do, we do it consistently well. And you know that that's the biggest challenge. I think in our in our industry, certainly for me, and I I, I go out a lot in London, and I you know I, I love checking out what our competitors are doing. But trying to find and make sure that we're consistent on a day-to-day basis with the with those key things. You know, our, our drinks are consistent. Our drinks are fast, and you know uh, our food is consistently good all the time. And and uh, and our service and what we do and how we manage atmosphere management um, is at the forefront of our minds and consistent. Those are the key challenges. And and to my mind, whether you're in whether you're in the fine dining sector, whether you're in the, the mass market or the cash, casual dining or fast casual, those key elements exist across across all of that. And that's what people look to. And it's it's competitive. It's very competitive. And it'll only continue to get competitive. And the way we'll stand out is to make sure that those three key KPIs for us. Are, are consistently on my standard uh, day in day out. That's great. I think that's probably all we've got time for. But uh, very very interesting to hear the plans and your viewpoint on the sector. So thank you so much for your time, and uh, good luck for two thousand and sixteen. You're welcome. Thank you.